Hello Dominic, please tell me about your professional life. I have 12 years of professional experience and I started my career as a journalist in Auckland. I was a magazine journalist initially. Uh, I decided to transition into the digital industry and I thought that, you know, digital is kind of on the up, magazines are on the down, so it's a really good time to, to get out and really start to, to make a move in that area. Uh, I think I probably did around 65 websites and about 40 custom applications over the last few years and then that allowed me to then uh, move into the higher education space because I had a bit of experience so I got uh, a role as a web producer at uh, Deakin and I worked my way up and I became an IT delivery manager so that was my final role when I left and then I started at RMIT in January 2020 so just before all of the COVID stuff hit and I am manager digital experience and I'm leading a team to um, transform the blended learning experience for students in the College of Business and Law. So that's where I was, where I am now. What are the major challenges you faced during your career and how you manage them? Well, first of all, I guess transitioning into technology. I um, had imposter syndrome for a long time. So imposter syndrome is really when you feel like you're not really good enough to be there and you don't really know um, what you're doing and you feel like you don't, but you actually do. So when I um, got my degree and I was the top student, that was a big, um, uh, you know, it was very validating for me because I did feel like it gave me a lot of confidence. Um, but when you do transition from another industry, you have to, um, I guess you're trying to prove yourself all of the time and you can definitely have self-doubt. So it's really important to just back yourself and back what you know um, and continue learning. Uh, you've got a lot of project management experience. Would you please walk us through your management process and any tools or softwares that you use regularly for project management? Sure. So I guess the, the two key styles that we'll continue to see are Agile and Waterfall. And sometimes you get um, a combination of both, which we'll, we call Wagile, which we really want to avoid. Anytime that you take on a project management approach, um, you really want to ensure that it suits the team um, that you're working with and the product that you're trying to deliver as well. So in terms of software tools, I think the Atlassian product suite um, is king still. So that includes your Jira and your Confluence. Um, for tech projects, certainly this works really well. It doesn't work that well if you don't have um, in-depth technical knowledge because you do have to kind of make a lot of the filters up yourself and, and set it up in a way that works for you. So um, there are other options include uh, Trello is another really good one. It's a bit more simple and it's, it's more of like a checklist function and you can also use um, tools like Slack for creating teams and groups and same with, with Teams as well as another one, the Microsoft product, um, which also has SharePoint where you can keep a lot of your, your product documentation. How digital media students can improve their project management skills while they are studying? So starting to really think like a project manager, if that's a field that you want to go into, is really important. Um, and you, you're managing stakeholders right there. You're managing maybe a team yourself. And that doesn't necessarily mean you're, you're leading them, but we might be helping to um, draw on the skills that we really have within the team. So that's one way of doing it. Um, there are also many uh, online courses that you can you can do. Um, and I think uh, organizations like Linda and Coursera or FutureLearn have got some really good um, project management courses that you can do if that's something that you value. How students can improve their soft skills? 
So I think a lot of universities now do have opportunities for you to um, tack on these micro-credentials. So uh, I know Deakin does, if you've got, you want to do problem-solving, critical thinking, you can get um, those as part of your degrees in some places. So start to maybe have a look around and see if that's something you want to do. Which critical skills in digital space are currently in shortage? So I think cybersecurity is always something that is um, really underrepresented represented sorry so it's and the reason for that is because I think it's probably like not very sexy it's not something that seems like appear appealing on the on the um, surface and it, you're doing a lot of the kind of background work but it's so important and especially um, in the context of COVID-19 what we've really seen is an increase in cyber security um, measures because there's there's more cyber crime because everyone's online so that's a really great area to get to get into which fields of digital space you believe are overcrowded graphic design is probably quite saturated there's a lot of graphic designers out there which career path you would recommend to the digital media student anything in the field of data would be great so um, data science data analysis uh, and I think you guys would be um, if you're doing communications and things like that understanding data writing about data um, and digital media um, that would be something that could definitely be looked into digital marketing is probably still something that's continuing to grow and that we'll always need um, but I'm just not really an expert in that area so I can't say but um, it's definitely a job that comes up a lot um, UX or user interface skills develop development of um, user profiles um, media development within that is still high as well so media production producing videos those kinds of things those rich media roles will still be good and um, again cybersecurity if, if anyone wants to which elements are essential for a good digital experience I think consistency is really important so if, if and this would be something that I would really stress to um, people studying uh, digital media or anything in that space is you really need to create consistency for the user. So if you're looking at things like the user experience, that they can find things, they're always in the same place. The templates kind of, you know, there's some consistency to how they look. Um, things are where they expect to find them. Um, the formatting is consistent, the layout is consistent, and I'm talking just digitally right now. Um, but if you are online, consistency is absolutely key. And if, if that's one takeaway from this interview, I would say that that's probably the, the main thing is that you keep it consistent. Is there any other advice for the students that you would like to share? I think um, be prepared for um, the ruthlessness of the job market. It is really tough out there. You're going to apply for a lot of jobs. Um, you're going to feel like, hey, I was perfect for that role and I didn't even get an interview. There is going to be a lot of feeling like that and that will continue probably for, for most of your career. So there's going to be a lot of knockbacks. Um, it's, it's highly competitive. You'll be going for roles. There'll be, you know, 200 plus applicants and then they might hire someone internally or sometimes they don't hire anyone at all. Um, so I think preparing yourselves mentally for, um, you know, that, that process, it can be really time consuming and, um, you know, spend a lot of time working on your CV, um, making sure that you're highlighting your key achievements, not just what you did, um, but what you achieved in a role is really, really important. Um, and I think just... Uh, you know, stay true to yourself. I think your, your personal and professional values should not be interchangeable. You should you should carry, um, you're going to have your own style with how you do things and that will come from your own personal experiences and your background and maybe your gender or um, any, you know, anything else. Um, and that's okay to bring those, you know, into the workplace and, and keep hold of those professional values and mainly so that you can sleep at night and, and you feel like you've, you've been true to yourself. That's really important as well. Thank you so much. All have right, a lovely day. Christine.